New York City. WVFP. <laughs> Energy and charisma. Why is that funny? It's definitely awkward. <laughs> Look at me, I'm different. Get to the point. This podcast, like the Red Room from... The opinions expressed by the guests, hosts, and callers of this show do not reflect the views of WVFP or our sponsors. WVFP. Where I tell somebody, I don't know if this is a good prize. Are you on Twitter? I was, I was telling, no. Oh. I, was, I wanted to do a contest where people invent fake WVFP Twitter accounts. Mm. And then the person who gets the most followers or Wait. causes the most trouble. I think there should be a sliding <laughs> scale in there. Followers and trouble. Trouble preferred. Yeah. Mm. Um, that person, I don't know, we give it like six months. And then mm -hmm. that person comes on the show. And then host the show. Then they get the whole show. They get to. They can have the show. I was they can take it over. Yeah. yeah. Please, for the love of God, come here, murder me, and take my show. <laughs> Please, someone. That would be really fun. If you're listening, this is a message in a bottle from an island of deserters. I really want. I don't feel like I learned enough about the Gaston show just now. Did we do that whole show? Because I don't know if I learned everything. Um, okay, well, the brief summary is it's a sort of spiritual sequel to Dime Square, featuring, okay. featuring like half of the cast of Dime Square plus new players, myself included. And uh, Matt doesn't... That's an honor. That feel, must feel cool to be included. In if, uh, yeah, I mean, I, it's, I think it's a good play. Um, what Also, something that Matt does is... It's not totally unique, uh, except for something I'll get to, which is he's been doing readings of it at Beckett's space. Mm. And then after the reading, and you know, it's ticketed and people come and they pay to see the work in progress, which is, I think, interesting if you have an interest in either Matt or this play or how plays get made. Yeah, um, he then solicits the audience for their critiques and Ooh, you can just tell, you can tell, you can oh, tell just by down. like the openness of his manner that he doesn't care how harsh the criticism is. And um, I think it serves him well because as the show has changed, you can hear like, oh, that comment from the previous reading has made its way into changing the show. That's Ballsy I love that. I want yeah. people to come to my studio and pay and then give me crit. That's why. Yeah, actually, that's it's amazing. that's why a lot it's of like reparations for art school. <laughs> yeah, and like, what if we had to go to the movies and write down notes, and then we they wouldn't let us out if we didn't like it, give notes. Yeah, I always wondered when I first moved here. I wondered why readings were ticketed in the first place. A lot of times they are, and I would go to these readings. I would think, oh, why did I pay for the reading? And then I knew somebody doing it, and they said because I don't want feedback from total, like a room full of randos mm. who have no skin in the game. That's a good point. Pays a little money, Yeah, mm. you know? Okay. And now they got a little bit of skin in the game. They're not just there like for no reason. But what if they pay money and then like take notes and incorporate it into their work? <laughs> you know, that's, I suppose that's a risk. Um, this theater stuff gets stolen all the time. Let's be true. serious. True, yeah, I would imagine. Yeah, Great artists steal, around. I think someone once said. I guess you time. can't really, this is random, but I guess you can't really like, well, you can act, I mean, steal, like, acting techniques. I guess you like, could. I mean, fa famously, after Marlon Brando debuted with Streetcar Named Desire, mm -hmm. and, which actually wasn't his real debut, but this is a movie that made him famous, right? Completely, first you transform acting, right? But then you create all these imitators. Uh, that was the wild one. Was that the debut? No, that wasn't the debut. My favorite line from the wild one is, uh, he plays a guy named Johnny, and this woman goes, uh, Johnny, what are you rebelling against? He goes, what do you got? What do you got? 
That's my favorite line. I think about this all the time. All I could do, I just shout it out. Yeah, what you get. Um, Can you steal acting things? Well, so people started accusing all of these other big name actors as basically aping Brando, like Mm. Paul, which whether it was intentional or not, these actors started to really resent because they're like, God damn, I cannot get out of the shadow of this Brando. Right. And uh, so, like, Paul Newman was accused of this. James Dean was accused of this. Yada, this, yada, yada. This happens during trends, right? Yeah, yeah. of course. Hollywood. Um, I Vincent Gallo's of- got this whole theory that De Niro, for as great as he was, ruined acting because you got all these younger generation guys who were like, I'm going to be do De Niro. Well, right. And, like, you know. Go to Jack, great lengths Jack just Nicholson to be an asshole on set. Jack well, Nicholson, yeah. You you can't look at the mid-70s at an indie film and not see somebody acting like Jack Nicholson. Right. You know what I love so much about Jack Nicholson, also Gene Hackman, is these guys who really didn't make it, so to speak, until um, much later in their lives. Yeah. I always love that because you feel like here's a real human adult with ex- like life experiences and finally. Also, I feel like when it happens too young, except for like a particular few, like... yeah. I don't know. I just think there's something raw and very attractive about someone who hasn't made it. Like, I feel like 